Hi, this is Stay Tuned. And if you joined me earlier in the week, you know we are talking about a couple people that I thought were brilliantly funny and needed um, a little more respect paid to their career and what they've done. So we talked about Fred Willard um, earlier in the week, and today we are going to look at the life and career of Louis Nye. And I call this podcast, Hey Ho, Louis Nye. Born Louis Neistat in Connecticut in 1917, he was the son of parents who emigrated to the U.S. from the Russian Empire and became naturalized citizens in 1911. Louis wanted to get involved in acting, but his grades weren't good enough for him to participate in the drama club. He opted for work on WTIC radio instead. He also joined the Hartford Players. The work on local radio led to his decision to move to New York City to work in the radio industry, often on soap operas. Nye married songwriter Anita Leonard in 1940, and unlike many Hollywood couples, they remained married until Nye's death. World War II interrupted his career, and he was assigned to run the Recreation Hall in Missouri. He would entertain troops and was able to meet Carl Reiner, who had a similar sense of humor and who was also part of special services performing in shows across the Pacific. After the war ended, he returned to New York, getting jobs on television and appearing on Broadway. His first TV role was on the Admiral Broadway Review in 1949. He appeared on several shows during the 50s, but was best known for his work on the Steve Allen Plymouth Show and the new Steve Allen Show. He became close to the entire cast, which included Don Knotts, Tom Poston, Pat Harrington Jr., Dayton Allen, Gabriel Dell, and Bill Dana. I often portrayed wealthy citizens during the Man on the Street sketches. When he took on the role of Gordon Hathaway, the egotistical country club snob, saying, Hi-ho, Steve Arino, Alan often cracked up. When the show moved to Los Angeles, Nye went with it. His first recurring role was that of a dentist, Delbert Gray, on the Ann Southern Show in 1960 and 1961. He was very busy during the 60s, appearing on a variety of shows, including The Bob Hope Show, The Jack Benny Show, Mike Douglas, The Munsters, Jackie Gleason, and Phyllis Diller. From 1962 to 6, he would pop in on the Beverly Hillbillies of Sonny Drysdale, the spoiled stepson of banker Milburn Drysdale. In the 70s, he could be seen on shows such as Laugh-In, Love American Style, Laverne and Shirley, Starsky and Hutch, and Fantasy Island. He was offered a permanent role on Needles and Pins in 1973. The show only lasted for 14 episodes. The series was about the garment industry. Women's clothing manufacturer Nathan Davidson, played by Norman Fell, works with a group of employees, including characters played by Nye and Bernie Capel. It didn't receive great reviews, and many of the writers said it talked about the garment industry but showed very little and was set in one small spot, inhibiting what plots were even available. During those decades, Nye would also get offers on the big screen from time to time, but most of the roles were smaller cameo parts. However, he appeared with a lot of celebrities in these epics, including Bob Hope, Jack Lemmon, Lucille Ball, Dean Martin, Walter Matthau, and Jack Webb. He also recorded several comedy albums using several of his characterizations. One of his most successful LPs was Hey Ho, Madison Avenue. It parried market research, advertising agencies, and post-World War II society. Some of the pieces on the album include The Gray Flannel Blues, The Ten Commandments of Madison Avenue, and The Conspicuous Consumption Cantata. He continued to keep busy in the 80s on a variety of shows, including Here's Boomer, Aloha Paradise, The Love Boat, The Cosby Show, and St. Elsewhere. His last role was another recurring one where he played Jeff Garland's father on Curb Your Enthusiasm from 20,000 to 20,005. 
Nye passed away from lung cancer in 2005. I'm not sure what to think about Nye's career. I think in the right role, he would have excelled in a television comedy or a big screen epic, but he never had the opportunity to do so. He was multi-talented and appeared on Broadway, in clubs and on the radio, and he created comedy albums as well as appearing in movies and television. However, I often read quotes of his where he said he only wanted to be funny at parties and always considered himself a serious actor. He was so brilliant and funny with his 15 accents and wide range of characterizations that he seemed pigeonholed as a comedy character early in his career. I wondered if he was sad that he never had the chance to appear in a classic drama or if he accepted his successful career for what it was, just being thankful he was in the entertainment industry for his entire working life. Since we can't ask him directly, all we can do is tip our hats to him in appreciation for the decades of laughter and entertainment he provided for us. Thank you, Mr. Nye.